Lithamore. Thanks so much for joining me today. Absolutely. I'm happy to talk to you. So you're uh, presenting here um, about the Mirasol trial of Mervituximab sorbcancine for platinum-resistant advanced ovarian cancer. Uh, for background, how have patients with this disease been treated in the past? Yeah, so that's a great question. For ovarian cancer, and we're really in this particular trial talking about high-grade serous ovarian cancers, we've made a ton of progress in the front line you know, in the last five years with PARP inhibitors, and we actually are curing a fraction. But the unfortunate reality is the vast majority of patients will recur and once their tumors recur, it inevitably they develop resistances to platinum. The standard of care for probably a decade has been based on the Aurelia trial, uh, which is uh, was a study done in one to two prior platinum resistance, so a very restricted population that we kind of extrapolate to bigger bigger groups um, of chemotherapy, doxel, paclitaxel, or topotecan with bevacizumab. And once, and that's, and there's no overall survival advantage with that regimen. It's just a progression-free survival advantage. And so, once a, a patient benefits from that, or they've had bevacizumab before, which is incredibly common, all we have really, are really are monotherapy chemotherapy, and its response rate of 15%, very minimal duration of response. So, really dismal, um, honestly, opportunities for effective therapy. Um, and so that's really the, the reason why you see so much drug development in the platinum-resistant ovarian cancer space, because the need is so high to develop effective regimen. Right. Uh, so what was the essential question that the Mirasol trial was asking? So the Mirasol trial uh, was the confirmatory trial for what we call the Soraya study. Um, so it evaluates a drug called Mervituximab sorbtanzine, which is an antibody drug conjugate that targets folate receptor alpha. Um, folate receptor alpha is a transmembrane protein, highly um, expressed on ovarian cancer. About 80% of cancers, ovarian cancers, high-grade serous predominantly will have some folate receptor alpha. About 35% will be high. Um, and so it's a target we're interested in. And mervituximab targets that. And then it's conjugated with um, a highly potent microtubule toxin. So it basically acts like a Trojan horse where it binds to the folate receptor alpha, um, gets internalized, and then releases this payload of um, a microtubule toxin. It's not paclitaxel, it's a completely different drug. So that study is extensive kind of phase one and lots of cohorts and combination work. It had a completed accelerated approval trial called Soraya, which was a single arm phase three of mervituximab in platinum resistant ovarian cancer, one to three priors, um, folate receptor alpha high, and bevacizumab pre-treated, so you're outside of that Aurelia label. And the response rate there was 32%. Remember I told you the expectation's 15%, and the duration of response is about seven months. And based on that, um, in the U.S., we did get accelerated approval in November of 22. Simultaneous with Soraya, Mirasol was launched as the confirmatory global trial. So this is a randomized phase three. Um, almost the same design, you know, it was um, platinum resistant, one to three priors, full receptor alpha high. Bevacizumab was not required though. They could have it. Um, they could have a PARP inhibitor, um, but it wasn't required. Uh, patients were then randomized to mervituximab at six milligrams per kilogram. IV every three weeks, or investigators' choice chemo, and investigators could choose from paclitaxel weekly, pegylated liposomal doxorubicin, or topotecan. And the primary endpoint was progression-free survival, and then secondary endpoints were overall response rate, overall survival, 
and then patient report outcomes, and there's a whole bunch of other exploratory endpoints. But that's really what we were looking at with the Mirasol study. Great, thank you. Um, so what are the results that were shown? So the results that we were able, we've been able to share so far, and it's very early, we just um, actually got the results about a month ago, um, but they are quite mature. So we've demonstrated, um, we met our statistical primary endpoint statistically and clinically significant improvement in progression-free survival uh, with a hazard ratio of 0.65, so a 35% reduction in the hazard of progression or death with use of mirbituximab as compared to investigators' choice chemotherapy. And importantly, um, and I know I can't show you the slides, but there is a very early separation in the curves. Like from the beginning, the curves separate and they maintain their separation. And in the control arm, we see it performs just like we always see that 50% of patients in the control arm progress at the first disease assessment. So there's this cliff they fall off. And we see that time and time again on studies of platinum-resistant ovarian cancer. Um, we don't see that on the mervituximab arm. It bumps out and it stays out. So um, it really is um, a clinically significant effect. Because that was statistically significant, we can move alpha to analytic secondary endpoints. So these are analytic endpoints. Overall response rate was the first one, and we like more than doubled it. So we went from 16%, again, very consistent with historical benchmarks and how we um, set the statistical assumptions for the trial, 16% response rate in, in the investigator's choice, 42% for mervituximab, including 5% complete responses, none in the investigator's control arm. Um, so the odds ratio was like over three for that. So because that was positive, we could roll alpha to the interim OS analysis, which was pre-planned at the time of PFS. That OS analysis is, was an interim, uh, and so, in order to be statistically significant, the p-value had to be less than 0 0.0131. Uh, and so, with 68% uh, of final OS events having been reached in 13 months of follow-up, we show a 33% um, uh, reduction in the hazard of death with mervituximab versus investigator choice chemotherapy. And that p-value was less than that... Um, um, preset boundary. So this is statistically and clinically significant improvement in overall survival. That's notable because we have never in the history of platinum-resistant ovarian cancer demonstrated an overall survival benefit with a novel therapy in a phase three trial, wow. ever. So it is an incredible achievement for our patients um, and really does establish mervituximab as the new standard of care for this biomarker-selected population. There were no new safety signals. You know, this drug has been extensively tested and published. Um, we see very, uh, very differentiated safety profile. Um, really, no hematologic toxicity, no alopecia, less neuropathy than with paclitaxel. We do see ocular toxicity. That is the kind of class effect of not class. Um, that is the notable effect uh, side effect of MERV, and it's common. You see about 42% of our patients have some ocular toxicity, keratopathy, dry eye, or blurred vision, predominantly low grade, and we have very well-established prevention and mitigation strategies in play. So it's important. It's something you have to counsel patients about. You have to have either an optometrist in the U.S., um, ex-U.S., they don't have optometrists, so ophthalmologists um, on board kind of assessing patients if they need it. Um, and so it is important. I don't. I would never be like, oh, it's not a big deal. Um, however, our patients really are able to stay on therapy. Only four patients 
discontinued from mervatuximab on the Mirasol study because of ocular toxicity. So I think it's important. It has to be mitigated, but it's not a barrier to using this medication. Um, so those are the those are results. First ADC approved in ovary cancer, first biomarker-directed therapy in platinum-resistant ovarian cancer, um, and really the first drug to show an OS benefit. That's absolutely incredible, and congratulations on such Thank a you. successful trial. <laughs> Great. Um, so where do you plan on going uh, from here with Mervitexinab? Is it being investigated in other settings? Yep, it's already in clinical trials in the platinum-sensitive recurrent setting, so it's an ongoing study called the Gloriosa trial for full receptor alpha-high platinum-sensitive recurrent disease. Um, patients get whatever platinum they want with bevacizumab, and then they're randomized to continue the bevacizumab versus bevacizumab plus mirasol with, uh, with um, mervituximab, pardon me, uh, with a PFS endpoint that's open and accruing. And then there's some smaller studies looking at in combination with carboplatin, maybe to replace paclitaxel. And the Piccolo study is done, which is monotherapy mervituximab in the platinum sensitive more heavily pretreated population, not first recurrence, but like second or third recurrence, still platinum sensitive. That's done and you'll see results of that probably next year. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for talking about this today. It's so exciting to hear about the trial and uh, yes. Thanks for coming to find me at the poster. Great, <laughs> great. thanks so much.